0: Yo, good morning, everybody. How's it going? This is Zach, and this is Griffin. Hey, we're we're here on your morning commute. How's it going, everybody? Hey, what's going on? Hope your drive is going so well. That was my impression. There's this guy on on. Uh, I'm gonna. T- oh God, I'm gonna hate myself for this. There's this guy on TikTok.
1: <sighs> <laughs>
0: I, I hate that. Everyone I-
2: take everyone take five seconds to pause the podcast and just boo Zach Rob <sighs> privately I, to yourself.
0: I tried so long to avoid this fucking app and it did exactly what i was hoping what i was trying to avoid
2: in your defense your uh as of this moment people are listening to this wife yeah. loves that app
0: she is. She's a big fan. No, but there's a guy who hosts a radio show, uh, and people will, like, in the comments, leave him things to do on the air.
2: Oh, I've seen this. And so,
0: like, one was, like, chug a fucking, like, big-ass bottle of, like, uh, uh, like sparkling water and then tried not to burp when he did, like, the oh next my. interlude. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, yeah, every time we like, say, hey, how's it going on, brew? And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, man, you've got... That's some big-dick energy you got there, son.
2: Maybe we can get him on the show.
0: Yeah, we'll see if we can get him. Hey, hey, brew on TikTok. and add us or whatever.
2: Yeah, we're on Twitter. Yeah. At PetShopGas.com. PetShopGas.com. Anyway, uh, hey
0: everybody, how's it going? Uh, Welcome back to another episode of Zach Griffin's Multiverse Pet Shop. I'm Zach. I'm
2: Griffin, and... some shit's happened recently, Zach. Some shit has gone down. Would you like would you like to start? Because yours is better like I feel like this is a good news, bad news situation. I the mean good news is just your news and the bad news is just my news.
0: I won't say you had bad news. You had oh I mean, aside from well, you had you had some bad news, some good news. There's a mix. I guess.
2: How about good news, stressful news?
0: There you go. Uh, so at this point, yeah, uh, right now I'm talking to you two days beforehand, but when you, this comes mm-hmm. out, I will have been married to my beautiful Woo! wife, Nicole, who uh, does our theme song at Nikki's Puzzle on SoundCloud, Nicole Voice on Twitter. Check her
2: out. I already, I already plug it at the end of every episode. It's
0: oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you'll hear that later then. Um, so yeah, we had a fantastic bachelor party. What was that? Two weekends ago at this point?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two,
0: three weekends ago? Two weekends ago. Uh, and that was a hoot and a half. Uh, we got to there play D and D. We got to play D D for the in person for the first time in over a year, which was spectacular.
2: I threw up in a car. Yeah,
0: Griff threw up in a car. But hey, you ra- you fucking rallied, man.
2: I that was maybe like the comeback kid story of the century.
0: No, it was impressive because yeah, you. I spent
2: all morning throwing up and then hiked like. Eight miles. Yeah,
0: it was pretty impressive. Um, so, <laughs> fuck yeah, go, man. But yeah, uh, and then yeah, I will be uh, getting married, and I'm very excited. What's your news, Griff?
2: Well, I am in a different
0: city now. You are. You are located located in the the capital of this uh, this. I, I was only going to say great state, but. Eh. <laughs>
2: I'm in the heartland, the heart, um, which
0: is funny because it's not near the heart. Like, like it's if really you're, not. are yeah, cause like technically, like Canton, Akron, that's like where like the heart of Ohio would be.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But anyway, continue.
2: But yeah, I got. I live in a new city now. I got a new job. A new Jorb there. Um, I went from new job, moving in temporarily with my sister while starting new job, going to this bachelor party, officially starting new job. Moving, moving all my stuff from BG to my sister's getting a kidney stone.
0: Yeah. Kidney stones. They ain't they ain't the
2: best. Continuing to work and now having another activity this weekend. Did you pass that attend. puppy yet? No. Oh, but but also like. So here's the thing. I've gone like 32 hours with like no problem. Um, and it was small enough that I theoretically could have passed it yeah. without knowing, or like I drank like an entire carton of orange juice in like ten minutes, so maybe that helped to solve it.
0: No, that's citric acid, man.
2: That's a thing. They that's a thing they suggested. What, so I did. Was what, drink a bunch of orange juice? Eh? Uh, like a bunch of a bunch of like citrus? Huh. So well, I mean, if it was small enough, that would make sense. So yeah, it was like on this like the really small side. So who mm. can say? Who's to um, say? But um, I need a. We need to. So when you and I worked at the bread mines, yeah, we called it the bread mines. It was the bread mines. Yes, I don't know what I want to call my workplace. Let's, I've, I've. I don't know if you've ever been to my workplace. I,
0: last time I was there, I think I was maybe like nine or ten. So
2: it's yeah, been, it's been a while. I was thinking about the Dino Factory. The Dino Factory is pretty good, but it's not just Dino stuff there, right? It's not, but there is a pr- there is a prominent dinosaur feature. That's fair. But there's, all, there's not, like, a there's I mean, there's, like, I could, you know, I could say, like, the science lab, but it's not, like, that suggests I work, like, in a laboratory.
0: Di- I mean, di- but Dinosaur Factory makes it sound like you just work at Jurassic Park. Mm. Um, I
2: to, I don't, I'm trying to figure something that rolls off the tongue well, you know?
0: I mean, uh, I would say that, that Dinosaur Factory is a good, like, placeholder, at
2: least, mm-hmm. until something the... really hits us the the science zone the um no I was
0: gonna say adventure place but that's just yours but switching a word two <laughs> words out
2: the capital of the 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 center of industry well let, let, let's think
0: about the name obviously not saying it out loud for you mm-hmm. but but what, let's think of of its name and then mm-hmm. playing off of that and or its its colloquial you know name.
2: What if, I, what if I just call
0: it Kyle? Yeah, you work at Kyle, dude. I work at Kyle. Hey, how's, how's things at Kyle's going? <laughs> dude, things with Kyle are great. Yeah, I haven't seen Kyle in, in forever. I, I, hope, I hope Kyle hasn't changed too much, man.
2: I mean, I don't know. Like, everything's shut down, so. That's fair. Dude, it's weird walking through that place with, like, none of the what exhibits I, on. You just go, huh? Kind of. Oh, man. Anyway, we're uh, your your boys are moving up in the world. We're
0: moving up. Well, we're moving up. We're moving on. We're moving in. Ooh. Hey, uh, but today we're not going to uh, neglect giving you what you came here to hear, mm. and that is uh, a new source book came out. Everybody, it's true. Thank I, God. <laughs> I am, of course, talking about um Van. Dan, Dan Richards. Guide to Gu- Crow Balcony. <laughs> 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 yeah, our dear buddy Dan Richard. Um, yeah, it, uh, highlights the and whole- his
2: fantastic balcony just filled shock a block with crows. Yeah, yeah,
0: you, you know crow. Yeah, crow balcony. You know that 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 <gasps> that, that strange. Uh, 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 <laughs> it? It, it was the Eastern <laughs> European city. Uh, surrounded by, oh, do they, call it, do they call it mist or do they call it fog? Because they have to say the other thing. I'm going to say mist. I'm pretty sure it's fog. So it's I'm all just say low mist. clouds. Yes. The, the, uh, uh, surrounded by uh, low, uh, low clouds that suck. It's just water that can't make up its mind. There you are. And uh, there's some spooky shit there. And we're going to talk about some of that spooky shit.
2: There's some vampires. There's some probably crows. A lot
0: of crows. I mean, look at the name. There's Crow some balcony.
2: Play. Zambies. Some um, probably way- a lot of bones. Some werewolves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Some dire wolves.
0: Some you know some g hosts.
2: <laughs> yeah. I hate that I'm always the one to break first on these
0: bits. Hey, uh, yeah, I am uh, I think it stems to my um, being very good at staring contests and that I can kind of, uh, I'm pretty that's, good at holding my shit together.
2: That's incredibly true.
0: Fun fun fact, everyone, Zach Robs never lost a staring contest and I never will.
2: One- <laughs> no one's ever scored on me. No one ever will. Okay, let's get into the episode.
0: Awesome. So we're starting off with one. I'm excited about it.
2: Yeah. I mean, we got to talk about the vampires. Yes, of course. Your good old-fashioned vamp, vam- vampires. Bleag! Come to me, my children. Ah, 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 six. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we might recognize this as, like, the name of a famous vampire. Yeah. But in this context, it is a, I believe, a, like type of vampire yeah, m- much
0: much like where you know like gorgons instead they call them medusas
2: yeah yeah it's a lot like that but this is a nosferatu nosferatu <laughs> and there you can hear my is that Milo in the background so that's milo, milo. Hi buddy. uh yeah i know it's okay we're gonna have dog in the audio <laughs> I know, but we're a pet shop, so it's just foley. It's just foley work, baby. Vicious undead hunters, Nosferatu possess the endless thirst of vampires, Ooh, yeah. uh, but uh, none uh. of their grace. For them, existence is nothing more than an everlasting string of cold, desperate nights punctured, uh, punctuated by crimson splashes of momentary warmth and lucidity. That's very depressing. Yeah, hear. I was going to say, I'm really sad all of a sudden. These joys are fleeting, no shit, as their blood addiction can never be quelled. God damn it. We're going to have another, like, just sad slash nasty episode, aren't we? I'll never be satisfied. <laughs> God, I hope I'm satisfied. Nosferatu, feed on anything with blood. Oh, God. Heaps of uh, Heaps of mutilated rats and stables turned into slaughterhouses are typical first signs of a Nosferatu's predation. When the sun interrupts their hunts, Nosferatu retreat to favored ruins, sewers, and caves, caring nothing for their lair's comfort. Rather than retiring to crypts, they seek filthy or inaccessible fissures, places any living soul would avoid. For a few moments after feeding, Nosferatu are lucid and capable of considering more than their next meal. In these instants, Nosferatu recollect glimpses of what they once were, beings who knew pride, intention, and a world beyond the shadows. They might even momentarily be convinced to converse with other creatures. However, those who talk with the Nosferatu typically find them selfish, duplicitous creatures whose memories are faded and whose basic respect for life is long dead.
0: I'm curious as to how one becomes a Nosferatu instead of like a regular vampire spawn.
2: This is true. It doesn't necessarily say that. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: Yeah, so these guys look like, you know, they're humanoid. Uh, They're undead. They just are this sort of pale, white skin humanoid. Looks pretty hairless, if I'm being honest. Yeah,
0: no, completely.
2: Bald head, long kind of claw-like fingers, an icky tongue. It's got that tippy-toe walk. It does kind of got that tippy-toe walk, don't it?
0: It does. It's kind of got that tippy-toe walk.
2: And then just like covered in rags that are all torn up that are like, you know, very nicely cut to reveal the abs. Oh, yeah,
0: the abs.
2: Why does Vampire got abs? I
0: don't know, man. Sometimes I don't know. you get. They're, like, they're like, fair, like real little abs, though.
2: <laughs> it's like those mini sodas you buy yeah, at a store.
0: Yeah, but just, you know, li- lined up in the same area that regular abs would be in.
2: Mm-hmm. Like vampires, they are very physically able. These mm. guys only have a stre- uh, only have an intelligence of six, so there that that's there's, a, there's that feral nature comes in. Yeah. but they have a lot of other, the other trappings of vampires: immunity to charmed, charmed and frightened. They regenerate. They have spider climb, Zach. <laughs> Yuck. Um, sunlight hypersensitivity. They take twenty radiant damage when they start their turn in sunlight. <whistles> they don't require air. Yeah, that makes sense. They wouldn't I have to. Guess. They wouldn't
0: have to breathe if they're dead. Yeah. Uh,
2: they can make two claw attacks and then a bite attack, which obviously they're a vampire. The bite has some some hit some heat. Has some some heat on that chomp, yeah. Ooh. So on the bite, if the target is missing any of its hit points, they instead take necrotic damage instead of piercing. Okay. And the target's hit point maximum is reduced equal to the necrotic damage taken. If a target dies, oh, excuse me. The target dies if its hit point maximum is reduced to zero. A humanoid slain in this way and then buried in the ground rises as a Nosferatu after one d10 days. Hey. Oh, and this is icky. Oh, why does the got to be so icky, Zach? It's called blood disgorge. Ugh. The Nosferatu vomits blood in a fifteen-foot cone. Each, you no, know, no, this is where, where I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean into the skid real quick. I'm going to shake that again. The Nosferatu vomits blood in a 15-foot cone? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So cool. Each creature in that area must succeed on a constitution save or suffer 4d8 uh, uh, necrotic damage and can't regain hit points for one minute. Oh. That's Yikes. awful. That's bad. That's bad. That's real bad. So, um, yeah. They're... Um, they're they're icky, feral, roaming vampires. That's big yuck, bro. That apparently vomit blood at you. Which, like, really, you should see a doctor at
0: that. Point. Yeah, no, for real, bro. You might have some some tummy issues, my man.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take it from someone who's vomited <laughs> a lot recently. If you're vomiting a lot and there's blood in it, go see your doctor.
0: Go see your doctor,
2: even, guys. Even if it's the vampire doctor, they know blood better than anybody. Yeah, that's what Dan Richard does. He's a doctor.
0: Yeah, Dan, good old Dan Richard. Not to be doctor, conf- yeah, Doctor Dan's not to be confused with Infernal Dan, though. Um, no, just no, no relation. Yeah, no relation. Just both two dudes named Dan.
2: No, yeah, yeah. Doc, Doctor, Doctor Rich, P H V. What's the V stand for? Va- for vampire. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. You said PHV, and for some reason, all that popped in my head was HPV, and I was like, that's very different.
2: The V also stands for vampire. You have a lot of vampires. What other, what other, what other uh, abbreviations have V in them that we could replace with vampire? Um, ATV, alternate vampire? The Bureau of Motor Vampires. <laughs> Oh no. We're descending down another infernal dance streak and I'm not no, ready for uh, it. Uh
0: what
2: is um what does CVS stand for? On. Customer value store. <laughs> Customer or, st- sorry sorry sorry. Consumer value store. Uh, consumer vampire store. <laughs> Which makes it even better. Well, that
0: is very, very good. Um Uh Ugh. Oh. Nord uh, VPN is vampire private network.
2: <laughs> Dude, this is the. I just love you. Yeah, I love you too, bud. Uh, See so you, yeah, vampires, man. I love having fun with you on the show.
0: Hey, hey I, I love. I love doing this show with you,
2: Ugh. <sighs> I mean, there's uh, really not much else to say about Nosferatu. They're, they're, they're spooky vampires. They're spooky. They're like, they're like, I picture them as like runner zombies, but yeah. they're vampires.
0: Yeah. And they can climb on the walls and shit.
2: Which is gross.
0: Yeah. I, I Well, it, not to mention aesthetics. You ever see the movie I Am Legend with Will Smith? Oh, of course. Yeah. It's kind of like that, really.
2: Oh, yeah. Weren't they technically vampires in that movie? I think
0: they were technically, they may have been, yeah, because like they couldn't go out in the sun and shit. They all
2: huddled indoors. and Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
0: Mm. They can, like These are just
2: i just Legend Vampires.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Cool. C- except that one was, you know, bite and then it happens. And this is like, you know, you die and then, yeah. well, you get bit and then you get buried in the ground. Yeah. And then. Well, yeah. let's
2: call Mr. Will Smith and get him cool. out of here.
0: All right. Goodbye, Will Smith. Well, goodbye, Nosferatu. Will Smith, take care of this clown.
2: Will Smith, help us out. Get, in get in jiggy
0: with Get with it. What a jam, man. Uh anyway, up next, uh, we got something a little smaller, a little more crustaceanier. Uh and that is the carrion stalker. The carrion stalker is a tiny monstrosity. <laughs> I know. Uh so this little guy like looks a little bit kind of like a horseshoe crab. Like that sort of you know, yeah. like, like plate setup, but it's got two little like two little pinchers in the front. See, the I'm I'm conflicted, because
2: the pincers are very
0: cute. Well, like, the, the top of it looks really cute, but then they give us that picture of what's underneath, and we'll get there. Um, the
2: pincers are very cute, and the rest of it is very not.
0: Yeah, and then underneath it, it's got, like, a bunch of wormy tentacles that just yeah. kind of work their way you know, back into, like, a long sort of tail.
2: And the tail tentacles got, like, some spikes. Yeah,
0: and then... it Do they? Yes, they do. Yeesh. Um, and then the back end of it... Um, like, underneath it, it's got this big sort of gross toothy maw that no one's a fan of.
2: Is that like the belly, then? I feel like it's
0: on the belly. Ooh. It's like if you everywhere you went, you dragged your mouth, like, underneath you. <laughs> <laughs> a carrion stalker begins life as a pale larva that infests a corpse. Great start. Great start. Over the course of weeks, this grub burrows, feeds, and grows, ultimately developing into a chitinous mass of pincers and tentacles. Love it. When an adult carrion stalker detects movement, it bursts from its corpse-like cradle to attack, intent on implanting its young into the living and starting its species life cycle anew.
2: Corpse cradle is not a hyphenated word that I needed in my life.
0: Yeah, corpse cradle, though. More than one necromancer has animated a corpse-infested with carrion stalker larva. While this can prove shocking and deadly, some depraved spellcasters cultivate carrion stalkers within zombies. The embedded carrion stalkers ride along in their freshly animated uh, conveyances, bursting Mm -hmm. forth once they detect living creatures nearby. This destroys the zombie,
2: but unleashes a new horror. It's like you filled a zombie with like living, like a living, like landmine.
0: Yeah. Ah. Carrion stalkers also enjoy symbiotic relationships with carrion crawlers. We've talked oh, about carrion those, crawlers in those the past. Big chill death grubs. Yeah, the big di- the big chill death grubs. Carrion crawlers won't devour bodies infested by carrion stalkers, but they often pick up stalker larvae as they root among filth. The crawlers then spread these grubs, uh, potentially infesting whole sewers, graveyards, or battlefields with stalker uh, with carrion stalkers. In return, carrion stalkers avoid preying on the carrion crawlers. Mm. So yeah, they they big, gro- big you know little, little tiny death crustaceans.
2: Yeah, they got a
0: stealth of plus seven. That's pretty good.
2: <laughs> That's because they look like rocks.
0: They're immune to blinded. They have tremor sense at the sixty feet. They got multi attack. Because
2: it looks like they have eyes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would assume that they can see normally. They just also they're not. They don't have blind. Yeah, that's weird. Eh. It's yeah. probably just because they have the tremor sense. Um, yeah. The carrion stalker makes three tentacle attacks. Uh, if it is attached to a creature, it can replace one tentacle attack with larva burst if available.
2: Oh, we'll I don't g- want it to be available. We'll
0: get to larva burst eventually. <laughs> and it's got its tentacles, does some piercing damage, and the Carrion uh, Stalker attaches to the target and pulls itself onto the target's space. While attached, the Carrion Stalker moves with the target and has advantage on attack rolls against it. Great. Nice. The creature uh, can use its action to try and detach the Carrion Stalker and force it to move into the nearest unoccupied space, doing so with a successful, successful, Jesus Christ, DC 11 strength check, uh, and, uh, yeah. It, that's gross. When it dies, the Carrion Stalker detaches from any creature it's attached to. All right, so we're going to talk about the bad thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's all bad.
0: And that's the larval burst. Uh, you can do this once a day. Once the Car- a day. The Carrion Stalker releases a burst of larva in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on itself.
2: Oh, God. Each
0: creature in that area must succeed on a DC-13 con save or be poisoned.
2: Yeah.
0: A creature poisoned in this way takes seven or two D6 poison damage at the start of each of its turns as larva infests its body. Uh, the creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on itself on a success. I want to know how that works. Like if someone just like clenches hard enough and like pushes all the larva <laughs> out of it. <laughs> like like when, when fucking Wolverine pushes a bullet out of his head. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, th- at that point, it's just like luck. Yeah. That roll represents luck.
0: For real though, any effect that uh, uh, cures disease or r- removes the poison condition instantly kills the larva and the creature, ending the effect on it. Ugh. If a creature is reduced to zero hit points by the infestation, it dies. Cool. The larva remain in the corpse and only survives to become uh, and one survives to become a fully grown carrion stalker in one d four weeks any effect that, that cures po uh cures diseases and removes the poison condition the target uh, that targets the corpse instantly kills the larva
2: well that's nice at least so you can at least spare your friends from from bursting becoming like yeah. this
0: yeah yeah hit him with a quicker you know a quick remove curse or something and then uh or sorry a a, a, a lower a lower resto lesser resto uh-huh pop them back up they'll be fine but they but they some die. some lay on hands yeah some lay on hands they uh and then yeah you got to hit him with a revive Cause they's dead. Anyway, uh, so these things are really gross. Griff, do you have anything in the hat? I want to. Since they look like a crab, Griff. Hmm. Good for
2: noms. Can eats? I, I don't think is good eats. Is not good eats. Despite my desperate search for a, a just a, a monster that's good eats, it ain't this one, bud. That's I want to find some sort of practical use for these things. Like, 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 Um,
0: if, like, you're, you know, having, like, an undead, like, birthday party, like, they've got, like, built-in confetti. Fucking,
2: fucking perfect, Zach.
0: Yes. I got you.
2: God, da- gosh damn it, you've done it
0: again. I've done it again. <laughs> I can make Anything delightful <laughs> try me
2: <laughs> they're fucking zombie party poppers,
0: yeah, they just tug the tug the tails real quick and. <laughs> I was watching. There's this video where uh, a comedian gives a big party popper. Uh, it's no, sorry. It's a um like a remote to like a confetti cannon that's on stage, and it's yes. just like you this at, at whatever you think the correct moment is. And so it's like he's like, so yeah, my mom died, and the guy <laughs> hits the fucking confetti.
2: <laughs> that is one of the best like moves. Like it's such a gamble because. I mean, it's a brilliant idea, right? But it has the potential to just be either completely lackluster or just just bad. Oh, but no, that hit real good. But yeah, just the, it's like, here's here, you press this. You, random audience member, press this button whenever you feel like it.
0: Ew, sorry, I'm looking at this thing again.
2: Yeah, we going to stop looking at it. We I need mean like, to stop looking at them, Griff. I mean, like, maybe you could, maybe the shells could be useful for, like something I
0: mean like if you treated it right like you, you might be able to like make some cool armor out of it
2: it'd be good as like, like cuz like, tell, like tell me like yeah.
0: had one of these things attacked you and you took it out like if that front plate like wouldn't make like a bombass like front to like a helmet
2: oh that's really cool almost like a visor yeah like the vi- like the
0: visor of a helmet oh it would look yeah.
2: sick yeah they coo- they could they could maybe service as like um Depending on what your sort of domicile was like, as this nasty, like living Roomba.
0: Ooh, that would be interesting as well. Yeah, because
2: what, because the because the mouth's on the tummy. Oh, the mouth is on the tummy. I forgot. So it just kind of crawls mouth. around. Just um, <laughs> what is when you go
0: to in in Skyrim? Mm-hmm. When you go to the thing that's technically a part of Morrowind, I like guess it was like the DLC. You know what I am talking about? The place with all the mushrooms and shit. Blackreach. Black maybe,
2: the underground place?
0: No, not the underground place. It's the uh, it's like you take the boat to it, and there's like the whole like other dragonborn plot line thing. Soulstein, Soulstein, that's what it is. Yeah, you can get like the the, the cool chitinous armor there. That it's it's, oh, it's, it's gotta can. be it's gotta be made out of these bitches, right?
2: Yeah, it's yeah yeah yeah
0: Soulstein, man. That's a interesting man, place.
2: Looking at like if you took the worms off of it. It would be really
0: cute. It would be kind of cute, yeah. It's just the the wormy tentacles really uh, really the, don't the, do it for me.
2: The pincers are really cute. I yeah. like the placement of the eyes.
0: Yeah, it's it, they're pretty adorable. and then It looks got, like
2: it would make a cute chirping sound.
0: And then you've got this writhing mass of hell underneath it. and um,
2: That's I no good for anyone.
0: I ain't about that. So uh, I'll say buy this bish. Because... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause yuckies.
2: Yeah, let's um, let's get this thing. Let's let's huck it right in the garbage.
0: Well, it would probably like that. So yeah. Anyway, anyway. that
2: break. Hi, I'm Shifty
1: Macucio, owner and operator of Shifty Macucio's Pre-owned Genies and Genie Resale Emporium, home of the multiverse's largest supply of gently used genie paraphernalia. You know how many times people get overwhelmed by the prospect of three wishes and just choke up halfway through? What are those genies supposed to do then, huh? Just wait? Nah, 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 that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every genie on my shelves has at least some wishes guaranteed. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, listen to some of my partially satisfied customers.
0: This thing only had half a wish left. How the fuck am I supposed to use half a wish?! I thought I lucked out when this shitty lamp had a full wish left in it. I wished I was rich. It legally changed my name to Richard. Zero stars.
1: This place sucks ass! My genie won't even work with me! I wish I'd never bought this stupid lamp! Oh, now you work? Now you work! Fuck you! Piece of shit! What hot heartwarming words. So, if you're in the market for, or in possession of, a pre-owned or recently resold genie, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-owned genies and genie resale emporium. Shifty Mercutio's. You get what you get. Don't throw a fit.
0: Welcome back, everyone. Uh... Where it's me, Ghost Zack. And I'm Ghost Finn. Ghost Finn, huh?
2: Ghost Finn. <laughs> I um, I lost the first five letters of my name. Nice,
0: That's, yeah. Uh, and turned them into ghosts. I'm ectoplasm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like ectoplasm.
2: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, all right, what we got here? E- ecto Yeah. Zactoplasm.
0: <laughs> Zactoplasm is pretty good. Yeah, that, um, that just sounds like, like, like semen.
2: I. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the audience, but you saw the face I was making, right? And the yeah, don't do it, just, eyes. <laughs> so don't, don't say it, Zach. <laughs> hey,
0: Zach, don't. And then I said it, and that's where we're at. Uh, yeah. So what
2: are we got? Gonna... So this next
0: creature is a ghost. It's a ghost. A G-host, as I said earlier, for some reason.
2: Yeah, because humor. Um, oh, we did that entire episode on ghosts once. We like ghosts here. We do
0: enjoy ghosts, yes. Um,
2: Apparently the dinosaur factory is haunted, because of course it is. Because all good buildings are, in my opinion. That's fair. And everyone looked at me like, I went like, yeah. And they kind of looked at me like, like you seem very chill with this. I was like, I'm in theater where every theater is haunted.
0: Every theater is haunted, even if it's not.
2: Yeah, and they go, ah oh.
0: Yeah. yeah. But this
2: ghost is something called a gallows speaker. <sighs> and it probably sounds like that. It goes Ooh.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying my
2: <sighs> I mean that maybe maybe those in like unison.
0: Yeah. Ooh.
2: It looks like I mean it looks like a ghost, right? Yeah. Looks like a like um almost more of like a wraith. And like a ghost, kinda. Um, it's got that semi-spectral, like cloth element to it. It's got. It looks like it almost has flesh, yeah, like well, in the arms. It's got that skeleton, though. It's got a kind of a skull face, and then Fuck. like in like the wraps of the cool, flowy cloak robe. There's like you know the faces of the damned and like yeah. lost souls. You know what this?
0: You know what this thing is? Is dr- very dramatically reminding me of. Oh no, what? Did you ever watch Courage the Cowardly Dog?
2: No. Because it was terrifying to me.
0: Yeah, so the the worst episode. So this is yeah. episode. I I'm going to need you to look up this image once I've described this moment. Okay. Um and like go to YouTube and, pre- and prepare to to look this up. So okay. there um, was an episode where I, I think it was the 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 husband of the house Eustace digs up like this old like Egyptian like hieroglyphs, like slab.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't remember how
0: it gets to them, but they have it. And this gross, you know, spirit thing just sits outside. And I think what was so harrowing about it is that its animation style was different than the rest of the animation oh so where everything was like 2d anime this thing was like you know like when like you'll see things where people take like you know paper cutouts and like stack them and like articulate yes. them yeah, it was yeah, yeah. so it was this horrifying ghosting it's like return the slab or suffer the consequences and uh, it horrified me i need you to look this up now and tell me that this isn't that thing what do i type in so just like go to youtube and look up like courage the cowardly dog return the slab and i'm sure it will be there yeah because if it's not um. there's something wrong with the internet
2: okay and just just real quick mm-hmm. i'm always playing it's a, like a 30 second clip so my reaction will be in here somewhere
0: cool yeah L- live right
2: <laughs> while initially jarring i think as a you know 28 year old man doesn't bother me that much but, but it but is spooky but
0: when you're nine and and this like this courage like aired after dark so like yeah it was always nighttime when this came out and my parent like my mom didn't want to watch this this show's uh, weird as fuck yeah right
2: the like the weird arms it's the arms
0: they're the worst, everyone. If you oh haven't watched God. this clip, look it up. Courage, cowardly dog. Return the slab. It, it this. Uh, it's slab because that's how they say it. But uh, uh return the slab. It's the horrifying. Slab. Return the slab.
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, but no, let's that's, go back to our friend the gallows. That's speaker. the
0: flashback I'm getting. Looking at this thing, Ew. gallows Ew.
2: speakers arise from places of mass death or sites where creatures regularly meet their doom. You know. Like a gallows. Like a gallows. Over time, pain-racked phantoms and lingering souls combine into an entity that is no know- uh, Combine into an entity that knows death in myriad forms. Oh no, this is worse than I thought it was. <laughs> Such amalgamated spirits are tormented by their collective pain, Endlessly moaning, disjointed final thoughts as they lash out at the living. Having known untold deaths, gallows speakers can predict suffering, foreseeing dooms leveled against them and overwhelming their foes with visions of innumerable violent deaths.
0: I thought this was just ghosts.
2: This is Gallo awful. speakers rarely speak coherently or communicate with the living, instead being entirely obsessed with their memories of death. <laughs> These undead endlessly mutter to themselves, giving voice to final curses, regrets, pleas, and apologies. Sorry Those who linger and listen to a gallows speaker might gain insight into any of its many, many deaths.
0: I like that the addition of the extra many there was well. I thought it was a nice touch. It was a nice touch, my man thank you so this uh, thing is a lot more scary than i thought it was
2: it's like 10 ghosts it's in like, one
0: it's like a it's it's it, we joked about megazords in i think it was
2: <laughs> the last episode. in the last
0: episode yeah it's just like a horrible ghost megazord
2: yeah hell yeah dude weirdly enough their highest stats charisma huh yeah how about, how about that uh, as a ghost, they are, uh, resistant to non-magical f- weapon attacks, immune to necrotic and poison, full of conditioned immunities. They have, uh, divination senses. They can, uh, see 60 feet into the ethereal plane when it is on the material plane, and vice versa. Fuck yeah. Uh, they have incorporeal movements as a ghost, so they can move through walls, and uh, as having an unusual nature, they do not require air, food, drink, or sleep. They have a foretelling touch sack.
0: Oh, no.
2: As a melee spell attack, one creature takes 15 psychic damage, and the target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from its next attack or save. So they have a Bane touch. Bane touch. And they have something called Suffering Echoes, which makes a lot more sense now that I read the flavor text of these bad boys. Yeah. The Gallo Speaker targets a creature it can see within 30 feet. Hi, Milo. The target creature must make a DC 15 a wisdom save on a fail. They take 3d12 psychic damage and waves of painful memories leap from the targets to up to three other creatures of the Gallo Speaker's choice within 30 feet of the target, each of which taking 3d8 psychic damage. All oh, right, so they have fucking, one person
0: and it's change.
2: ghost chain lightning. Yeah, that's awful. Oh. that's a really cool God, like these as are scary as a as a DM who th- like like my narration is a huge part of my style yeah oh I'd have so much fun with these yes yes you would oh. I I thought this was gonna be a nasty one but I'm in love Zach no this is really cool I mean I think I'm in love with with uh I think I'm in love with death ghost I mean it, it.
0: As if calling it a ghost wasn't enough, you had to call it a death ghost.
2: (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to think of a one-syllable word that would work in lieu of being a ghost. It's more like Oracle ghost. Kinda, yeah. It's, 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 um, there's a word, I'm not gonna bother looking it up, there's a word for, like, like, a, for a, a, like, post-death regret, there's like a single word for it, I forget, it's beside the point. If anyone knows what that word is, tell me on Twitter, please. But. I love this ghost. It's like a hundred ghosts in one ghost body. I love them very much. All um,
0: right. I mean, there's not much else to say about them. They're real spooky.
2: I know, but we got, we got goofs to make. Okay. We got so to make the bacon, Zach. All right, Goofsmith, hit us up. What if, instead of recalling how they died, instead the Gallows speaker... Just was able to recall all of the bad service it got at restaurants. That's pretty good. Uh, here's one. It's a. It's a. Ooh, ooh. It's a gallows Yelper. I
0: give it three point five out of five stars. <laughs> um. Uh. What if <laughs> uh, you know the whole Legion that is a, this Gallows speaker? Mm-hmm. If they were all shakespearean actors and so you get a, a one one ghost show of like timid of athens
2: they have to do shakespearean monologues uh but only but you know se- each ghost is responsible for one word yeah so it's like you know there's a hundred ghosts in this ghost yeah and so i start and i say yay and then 99 other ghosts speak and then i go forsooth <laughs> and then the monologue's over
0: <laughs> yeah it's like that um like that, that the storytelling like the improv storytelling warm up mm-hmm. when and you go around the circle but with shakespeare and i'm assuming it, is it one that you have to have the monologue memorized and just hope you, you just... remember the next
2: word <laughs> I mean, just like in theater, you need to know your lines and you need to know your cues. Yeah, that's fair. But like, so I, don't, I only got to remember the two words and then the two words, you know, before my word. Yeah,
0: that's fair.
2: You guys want to run words later?
0: Yeah, I do. <laughs> Sorry, I was mid yawn. I was trying to make it a ghost <laughs> voice. It didn't work. It didn't work
2: out. <laughs> 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 I was about to yell at you to take it again uh, without the yawn, but then you t- <laughs> <laughs> turned it into it's... a ghost voice.
0: <laughs> yes, that'll work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> uh... <sighs> uh,
2: fuck, fuck these. I, ghosts. I think I fuck. think that's a good place to call that. Fuck these ghosts, bro. <laughs> no, they're cool. All
0: right, I like them. They're hey, they're pretty cool. All right. So lastly, we got this ugly bastard. So this thing is called the Gramishka. Gramishka. That's what I believe Hello. it's pronounced.
2: Hello. So this My thing. name is
0: Dr. Gramishka. Um, so what we've got here is essentially like if a Sphinx cat um, took, oh, what it, w- oh, took whatever made the Joker the Joker um, <laughs> um, and then uh, 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 he just gave it a bone to chomp on. Yeah, it's kind of this gross kitty with like a long rat tail and just yeah. sort of like palette gray furless skin and Weird like a
2: kind of bendy like weirdly kind of sturdy legs like back that. Yeah.
0: Well, look at those shoulders. They're kind of jacked.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it's really jacked in the front shoulders and the butt shoulders.
0: Yeah, the butt shoulder region, otherwise known as the hip.
2: <laughs> Whatever butt shoulders, <laughs> you knew what I meant. <laughs> Fuck off,
0: grimishkas. <laughs> I, I don't know why I can't say it, not say it that way. Uh, say it that way; it's fun. Gramishkas are the vicious products of mistakes made by novice spellcasters seeking to create life. So, like if a homun- like if Rogar from another path went bad. Uh. Which makes sense. They're shitty homunculi. They're shitty homunculi. The results are cat-sized, magically unstable creatures with a taste for the trappings of magic, particularly spell books, spell components, familiars, and the like. Huh. Grimishka's delight in tormenting magic users, holding vicious grudges against those who gave them life as they infest the walls of spellcasters' homes or the (laughs) surrounding lands. Tight, tight, tight. Despite their feral appearances, Grimishkas are cunning creatures. They might imitate the sound of whispering children or wounded animals to coax victims into tight quarters. While they favor attacking spellcasters, Grimishkas are opportunistic hunters and lash out at anything they think they can overwhelm or just get a bite of.
2: Mm. Chomp chomp. Chomp chomp.
0: Chomp, chomp. Grimishkas have an unstable relationship with magic. Spells cast near a Grimishka might rebound onto those nearby or cause the monster to explode. Whoa! It's scaly chunks rapidly reforming into duplicate Gramishkas. Whoa! These spontaneously created swarms can rapidly turn a single annoying Gramishka into a chittering magic-reflecting wave of teeth and claws. Holy
2: shit! These
0: things are kind of badass, dude. That's
2: rad right as hell. Uh, Way to go, Dan Richard.
0: So, they're, yeah, Dan Richard, man, telling us all about these bitches. Uh... So, yeah.
2: Come visit Crow Balcony.
0: So, I mean, they're tiny. You know, they're probably, yeah, the size of a cat. Uh, They only got like 10 hit points, 30 speed. Dark vision out to 30. Apparently, they Mm. understand common, but can't speak.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Got that bite attack. Uh,
2: But the the big. the bite deals force damage. Plus, yeah, that's weird. That's probably that that magic. magic. Yeah, a little bit of that magical aftershock, aftershave.
0: Uh, And then they have the reaction magic allergy. Immediately uh. <laughs> after a creature within 30 feet of the gramishka casts a spell, the gramishka can spontaneously react to the magic, roll a d6 to determine the effect. So a 1 to 2, the gramishka emanates magical energy. Each creature within 30 feet of the gramishka must succeed on a dc10 con save or take 3 or 1d6 force damage. Boom. Uh, 3 to 4, the gramishka surges with magical energy and regains 3 hit points.
2: Hey, that's 25% of its entire life.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, or the Grimishka explodes and dies and one swarm of Grimishkas instantly appears in the space where this Grimishka died the swarm uh, uses the Grimishka's initiative uh, how oh man oh there's
2: a there's a, oh brother there's a block for the swarm
0: i'm already there so let's see the swarm it's got oh, a, a swarm is apparently resistant to bludgeoning piercing and slashing damage as well as immune to charmed frightened grappled paralyzed petrified prone restrained and stunned
2: well, these things were spawned from pure magical hatred. That so. makes sense.
0: Uh, uh, it's now got twenty four hit points, uh, a slower movement speed.
2: They're all they're all stepping on each other.
0: Limited spell immunity. The swarm automatically succeeds Holy in saving throws against spells of third level or lower, and the attack rolls of such spells all uh, always miss it. Shit! Wow. So you can't firebolt this. Uh, And then it's got the Swarm. The Swarm can occupy another creature's space and vice versa. The Swarm can move Mm -hmm. through uh, an opening as large as uh, uh, any opening large enough for a tiny Grimishka. The Swarm can't regain hit points or gain temporary hit points. Mm -hmm. And and it's got that bike and it's got a spell redirection. In response to a spell attack roll missing the Swarm, the Swarm causes that (laughs) spell to hit another creature of its choice within 30 feet of it that it can see. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Things okay. Are, these things are rad as hell. These like, things are rad as hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like I'm not a spellcaster, so I think I'll be fine with this thing. Yeah. And oh man, the times we'll have.
2: Yeah. Th- this is just a like. Yeah, you got to be really careful if you're a spellcaster and have things oh, around. Most
0: stuff, dude. Oh, dude. It's like,
2: it's like, it's like, hey, you want to come over to my place? You know, have a drink later. It's like, it's like, I can't. I'm allergic to cats. It's like, hey, do you want to go over to my place and have a drink later? It's like. Tony, I'm I'm a I'm a sorcerer. You know I can't. <laughs> you know I you know what lives there, and you know I can't. It's like, dude, just take like a claritin before you come. It's like you don't understand.
0: I don't want to explode by the end of the night.
2: They've I don't got, want your one pet to become eighty pets.
0: They've got weirdly like reptilian hands. You know, like, like like a big like you know like a komodo dragon. Like it's got that sort of big. It's like a little a bit, bit of webbing. webbing. Yeah,
2: they're weird. And it's like the like the skins that weird sort of almost greenish gray, but the webness is like orange.
0: Yo, like it may seem
2: counterintuitive,
0: but just listen, hear me out here. Always having a bunch of these might honestly be good for like like a lich or like an evil sorcerer you know you keep them like at the bottom of your tower and so like you know when you're a lich like some well-meaning wizard's gonna come after you you know what i mean naturally and then imagine just these fucking uh 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 like exploding like you know fucking legos into more of themselves (laughs) (laughs) until you get a fucking tidal wave of of, uh, of fucking grimishkas. Just rushing your ass. And you're like, you're not going to come after that lich again.
2: No. It's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to cast counter spell on the lich? Nah. Nah, not bro. Unless you want it, Grimish to explode around you.
0: And then, and then you're boned.
2: God, because even if there were just like 20 of them, and say they all rolled a 1 on that magical allergy thing, that's still 20 d6 damage that just happens. Yeah. That's, that's insane.
0: That's very bad. Like... So yeah, l- look out, folks. Well, you know, it's just like, <sighs> damn. I don't, there's, there's so many possible. Like, you know, like if yeah, I show, <laughs> if I show up and like I'm trying to kill this lich, like no, fuck that. Like I'm, I'm gonna leave you. Uh, I almost said Miramax. I was like, that's a movie studio. <sighs> I'm gonna leave, uh, 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 to, uh, Tony the lich up there. You know, just to his own thing. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm not getting up there. It's not gonna happen
2: this, you know, you're getting taunted by this lich on your entire travels talking about its fearsome minions and, like, the hordes of monsters yeah, that it he's, has He's sending disposal. you
0: Snapchats being like, ah, fuck you, you don't even know, bro. Yeah. And, and then you get there. And they're there. like,
2: alright, we've got every contingency covered. we got our paladin for, like, in our cleric for, like, undead, you know, zombies and skeletons. Wizard, you've got your fireballs and everything prepared. Fighter, you've got your heavy armor on. Ranger, you're locked and loaded, let's go! And then there's just, like, 50 skinless cats in
0: there yeah just a shit ton of fucking
2: (laughs) like what uh, do you do of a
0: bunch of of rogue deviant homunculi that are there to just (laughs) fuck your ass up
2: (laughs) (laughs) just just, what do you do
0: you you die or you run like those are your options so any liches out hey tony hey tony the lich you want to if you want to want some hookups let us know Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. We got to get these things in stock. We right got to get these things in stock now because, yeah, no, it's 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 uh, it's nearly Lich season. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, you know, come early summer, you know, like late spring, early summer. Like, that's like where everyone's going through like their Lich ceremony and stuff. So they want, if they... <laughs> I was
2: going to challenge. I was like, when is Lich season? Yeah, it... You were already you were right ahead of me. <laughs>
0: hey, you know, uh, sometimes I'm like a deer in a headlight in a bit. And sometimes I am a savant. What can I say? Uh, but yeah, Grimishkas, they're horrible and fantastic, and I love them. <laughs> God, these things are yeah. really fucking ugly and weird.
2: I-, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it when you latch on to a nasty looking creature oh, I'm like this. just, I'm really into them. <laughs> it's like that, it's like that face you make when, like, you know the face you make when something's really icky and you're, like, your face all scrunches up and whatnot. It's like that, no. but in a positive way. That one? I mean, like, just, I mean, like, just people in general.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Um, not, like, a, a specific Zach Rob face. Um, but, yeah. like, you know, you see something and you go, and your face gets all scrunchy. It's like that, but it's like, oh, I love them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's how I feel about these little bastards. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah that's uh that's Grimishka's baby oh man that's an episode that I think that I think we just completed another episode Griffin wowzers wowzers Bowsers hey folks uh yeah that's about it the, uh, uh, like I, as uh, we said at the beginning all of these can be found in Dan Richard's guide to what did I say crow Balcony? <laughs>
2: Crow balcony. Crow balcony. Of course it, is to say Van Richten's guide to Ravenloft which just came out.
0: Which just came out. Yeah, check it out on like DND Beyond or whatever. Um thanks again. We love uh,
2: uh, uh each
0: and every one of you. Uh as per usual, if you have anything you want to uh hear from us, let us know. Patch up
2: cast. Yeah.
0: What else what else do we talk about at this point the... what's
2: well, weird because like i always talk about the patreon but then i always talk about the patreon again in the final blurb but like does anyone actually ever listen to the final blurb because if you don't know I, I say like i have my script for the outro right I, aside from the very end i have written down i'm gonna open the word document right now
0: oh, did you write yours down when i used to do that i just kind of
2: well i have a i, I, I have a, I, I have a template
0: no, that's, that's good, because mine was normally horse shit,
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pet Shop outro script. I say the same thing every time. Nice. Uh, I literally have, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode, until then, bracket, corny outro line, and bracket. Very good. And so I don't know what I'm going to say, so you guys should really listen all the way through to hear what bullshit I come up with every time.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Well, I mean, yeah, so yeah, the, listen to Griffin's blurb about the Patreon. Check out all the other shows on Ghostlight Media. Mm-hmm. Buy some merch. Like I don't like we haven't been pushing our merch that much. We got some cool stuff that Mister Greenlee makes. Yeah. Uh, um. You know. Yeah. You know, Patreon gets cool. A uh, uh, special Patreon's only mugs. I think that's what mm-hmm. at the tw- the twenty five dollar tier. With I think so. M- with the mugs, and uh, fuck yeah, dude.
2: I think that's yeah. I think that's yeah. Yeah. I think that's I, you yeah. think that's yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Griffin and just remember <laughs> just remember folks at the end of the day. Yeah. It's all about love, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. You motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to episode 66 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cass. On our website you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons Roger, Nathan and Everett for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nikki Does Puzzles for making our theme song. You can find her SoundCloud at Nikki Does Puzzles or at Nicole Voice on Twitter. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for voicing the ads you hear on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast as part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, I know what you're all thinking. And don't worry, even though he hyphenated his last name to Tuttle Rob, you can still call him Zach Rob. I'm certainly going to do it. And because, I mean, like, that's who he is. And I love him so, so much. I'm so proud of my boy, boy.